0: The Bible Study Podcast, episode 190. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Revelation with Revelation 8. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Starting in Revelation 8, verse 1, the seventh seal and the golden censer. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Another angel, who had a golden censer, came out and stood at the altar. He was given more incense to offer, and with the prayers of all the saints, on the golden altar before the throne, the smoke of the incense, together with the prayers of the saints, went up before God from the angel's hand." Then the angel took the censer, filled it with the fire from the altar, and hurled it on the earth, and there came peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. This is an interesting section here. So we start with the seventh seal, and again, I don't know if there's significance in the number seven here, but seven usually means complete, and it certainly seems to be more significant with the seven angels and the seven trumpets. The seventh seal might just be that this is the seventh seal that was opened of these scrolls here. And remember that this is the seventh and the final seal, and so we're going to move on from the seals to the trumpets, and there's again going to be seven trumpets and seven things going to happen. And then the other interesting part of this, though, is the censer which has incense and the prayers of the saints. So the prayers of the saints are described several places in the Old Testament as like incense that goes up. This smoke rises from the incense, and so the prayers of the saints rise up to heaven and are fragrant in the nostrils of God, if you will. And so here again, the prayers of the saints rise up with this incense, but then what comes down Is fire from the altar and thunder and rumblings and flashing of lightning and an earthquake. It is, to my mind, as if the prayers of the saints then are causing this lightning, that are causing this fire to fall down on the earth. But remember again that this is a letter written to a church undergoing persecution. So it might be that some of these prayers are that God will finally bring justice to the situation that they are in. And so this portion of the letter might be saying that justice is going to happen. All the things that are going wrong right now will be righted on this day. And so the prayers of the saints rise up and judgment comes down on the earth as a result of the prayers of the saints. So that's at least one way to interpret that. And then we'll continue on with the trumpets. Then the seven angels, who had the seven trumpets, prepared to sound them. The first angel sounded his trumpet, and there came hail and fire mixed with blood, and it was hurled down on the earth. A third of the earth was burned up, a third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. Now, this is going to be one of those parts of a cataclysmic set of events that are going to happen to the earth. And we're going to see here seven trumpets and one-thirds, one-third of everything that's going to happen. So here we get fire upon the earth, a third of the earth burned, a third of the trees burned, and a third of the grass. It's going to go on. The second angel sounded his trumpet, and something like a huge mountain, all ablaze, was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea turned to blood, a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. Now, obviously, we would tend to interpret that as something like an asteroid is striking the Earth. Something like a comet, all ablaze, thrown into the sea. Something burning and large, fire from the sky. This is, of course, what we currently believe caused the extinction of a lot of the dinosaurs. And so, something like this, it's sounds like could be what this prophecy is about, something like a huge mountain all ablaze thrown into the sea. The third angel sounded his trumpet, and a great star, blazing like a torch, fell from the sky on a third of the rivers and on the springs of the water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters turned bitter, and many people died from the waters that had become bitter. Now, is this a second event, or is this a different description of the same event? A great star blazing like a torch fell from the sky. A mountain, all a fire, fell from the sky. And is it possible that one affects only the water and one affects only the land, or is this the same event, same cataclysmic event that's happening, and it's also affecting the rivers and the springs and the waters? And the name of the star is Wormwood or Bitterness. A third of the waters turned bitter, and many people died. The fourth angel sounded his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon and a third of the stars, so the third of them turned dark. A third of the day was filled without light, and also a third of the night. Now, again, if we were theorizing that the possible explanation of this is something like a cataclysmic event, like an asteroid hitting, one of the things that we have heard is a theory that the skies turned dark when something like that happened. Certainly we know when Mount Krakatoa erupted in Pacific, that it caused a darkening of the skies that actually caused what they call the year without summer. That as far away as Europe, there was no summer that year because of the the atmospheric events that happened from a volcano erupting in the Pacific. So certainly something like a great star falling from the sky, a great mountain all ablaze falling from the sky could cause that, or this could be a third thing that's happening that is causing the world to go dark. We're losing the moon and the sun and the stars. To me, that is probably saying that something is getting in between the moon and the sun and the stars, probably a darkening of the atmosphere. Again, There's a lot of guessing going on. And remember, this wasn't a book that I wanted to study. And the reason is this, that we don't know what a lot of these things mean. But some things, again, are clear. Let's let that which is clear interpret that which is unclear. And what is clear is bad things are going to happen. This is not a good time to be on the earth. And as I watched, I heard an eagle that was flying in midair call out in a loud voice, Woe, 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 to the inhabitants of the earth because of the trumpet blasts about to be sounded by the other three angels. Okay, so we've got four trumpet blasts, and now we're saying, now the bad news is coming, as if that wasn't bad enough. So let's go on to Revelation 9 to see what could possibly be worse than losing a third of the land, a third of the water, a third of the animals, a third of the sunlight. Revelation 9. The fifth angel sounded his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen from the sky to the earth. The star was given the key to the shaft of the abyss... When he opened the abyss, smoke rose from it, like the smoke from a gigantic furnace. The sun and the sky were darkened by the smoke from the abyss. And out of the smoke locusts came down on the earth and were given power like that of the scorpions of the earth. They were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any plant or tree, but only those people who did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. They were not given power to kill them, but only to torture them for five months. And the agony they suffered was like that of the sting of a scorpion when it strikes a man. During those days, men will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will elude them. So now we get even some sort of insect is rising up, like the smoke of locusts that is going to sting people. And it's going to sting all of those, except for those who have the seal of God. Now, so far in this book, the only people who were mentioned as being sealed were the 144,000 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes of Israel. And again, we said that that's somewhat problematic because we don't know where all of those 12 tribes of Israel are, so we don't know what that symbolizes, how symbolic or how literal that is. But this is talking about those who are not sealed with God are going to have yet another calamity, which is this wishing they were dead because they're stung with something that's going to be torturing them for five months. So you thought fire ants were bad. This is somehow worse. The locusts looked like the horses prepared for battle. On their heads they wore something like crowns of gold, and their faces resembled human faces. Their hair was like women's hair, and their teeth were like lion's teeth. They had breastplates like breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was like the thundering of many horses and chariots rushing into battle. They had tails and stings like scorpions, and in their tails had power to torment people for five months. They had a king over them to the angel of the abyss, whose name in Hebrew is abandon, and in Greek, apollyon. Now, we should say that this is where some of the people who try and make very specific predictions from the Book of Revelation, like Hal Lindsay's late great planet Earth, say, oh, these are clearly helicopters. Now, I can see why he might interpret that in the sense the sound of their wings is like the thundering of horses. They had stings and tails, so they can strike, they can fly, and they have armor. And so, Possibly that's what we're talking about here, and then in which case we're not talking about insects at all, but we're talking about something that John is trying to describe to us, but doesn't understand what he's seeing. Now again, if we take this as a vision that John is given, which is how John presents it, John is trying to give words to things that he's seeing in the distant future. He won't necessarily have words to describe them. So perhaps we're not talking about insects at all. Perhaps we're talking about war that is coming and he is looking and seeing things and trying to describe them in first century terms. Don't know. But again, the things that are clear is, bad time to be on the earth. Whoa, 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 whoa. The first woe is past. Two other woes are yet to come. So that's just the first one. The sixth angel sounded his trumpet, and I heard a voice coming from the horns of the golden altar that is before God. It said to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. And the four angels who had been kept ready for this very hour and day and month and year were released to kill a third of mankind. The number of the mounted troops was 200 million. I heard their number. Now, again, if you want to interpret this in a very literal fashion, uh, this has been interpreted as an invasion by the Chinese into the Middle East and the rivers Euphrates is what you would cross. Possibly, because we've got 200 million troops and that's certainly a big number and who else would possibly have that. But does it say that here? No. It does say the third of the people are killed, so again, whoa. The horses and the riders I saw in my vision looked like this. Their breastplates were fiery red, dark blue, and yellow as sulfur. The heads of their horses resembled the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and sulfur. A third of mankind was killed by the three plagues of fire, smoke, and sulfur that came out of their mouths. The power of the horses was in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails were like snakes, having heads with which they inflict injury." I don't know what that describes. That doesn't describe something that I am familiar with, something that is a horse, a lion, and a snake. But I do know that it would be bad to be around. A third of the earth again, a third of mankind is being killed. The rest of mankind that were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands. They still did not stop worshiping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood idols that cannot see or hear or walk, nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. So again, that is the second thing that I think is clear in this. Again, we've got a lot of unclear in here. Abandon, Apollyon means the destroyer is coming, we don't know who the destroyer is, we don't know if the destroyer is a nation, if the destroyer is something supernatural... We don't know what's being described here, and John himself may not have known what he was describing, and so he's trying to give us words for it. But we know some things are clear. A third of a lot of things dying, a third of people dying, and no repentance. The other two-thirds do not change their ways. And again, Revelation is a book that is in an answer to those prayers of the saints that are rising and asking for God's justice, and what this says is that God's justice, as justice is coming on the earth, as the earth is paying for these sins that are mentioned here, that still there is no repentance. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, and how could you not really at this point, feel free to send them to host at com. I don't promise I'll be able to answer them, especially in this case, or leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at chris 2 And as always, thanks so much for listening.